I'm a big outdoors guy. I like to fly fish. I like to fish. In the future, I'll probably learn how to ice fish up in Wyoming. But it's uh, besides on the other aspect of that, I, I really like the coaching staff and um, the other kids in my signing class. They really made me feel at home. Podcast. I am your host, David Grapp. Joined alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Robert Munoz. Good time. It was a good time this week. We took a mental vacation and joined future University of Wyoming Cowboy offensive lineman Jagger Philippone. Yeah, the guy with the absolutely amazing name from this year's early signing day class for the Pokes. We spent some time with him talking about, you know, why he wanted to become a Cowboy, what he's looking forward to in Laramie, how he would describe his offensive line game, all kinds of things. So had a lot of fun with him. And I say a mental vacation because he was doing the interview from his home in San Diego area, Torrey Pines, I guess is where he lives. And he had the surfboards on the wall. You could see the sun shining, kind of, sort of. You know, it just it felt like I was there with him in Southern California. So that was that was nice. Did it make you a little sad? It, it made me a little sad because I was supposed to be there this weekend. But, you know, sometimes a plan doesn't come together. But as the A-team would like to have you believe that the opposite always does a plan come together. But... Alas, here we are in Casper and Cheyenne, respectively, recording this podcast. Robert, it's just, it's a fantastic day to be alive. That's all I got to say. But first, Robert, how's it going, man? Going great. Like you said, it's a fantastic day. Could always be worse, right? No doubt. No doubt. Could be, could be snowing, right? I don't know. I don't even want to think about that. I don't even want to think about that. One of the things that's kind of funny, every time NC has an athletic event, they always say it's a great day to be a Mustang. So I just, I kind of like, it's a great day to be alive and covering sports in Wyoming. That's that's our version of that saying right there. So, yep. What what did you cover last weekend? What, what, what were you able to see? Let's see. I, I had a jam-packed week, actually. Now that I'm replaying it in my head, I saw Wyoming Indian on Tuesday. They took on some of the younger kids at NC. How, how are they? The girls. The girls and the boys? Girls are pretty good, are, yeah. There, there's this one girl, I forget her name, but she's an incredible passer. She just, I don't know. It, it was like she was handing the ball off these passes were just always in the right place at the exact same, at the exact right time for her teammates. She was impressive for Wyoming Indians. So the girls obviously are coming off a few state titles in a row and they look poised to do that again. Boys look pretty good as well. They had, a, they ran into an, a younger NC group and Brian Salazar for the Mustangs was just out of his mind. 
making threes. He was like Drake Jeffries on Monday night in Reno. That's how he was last week. Then got to see Kelly Walsh against Cody. Cody girls look strong again. They're certainly going to hopefully maybe, you know, give East some competition at 4A because the, the T-Birds, from all, by all accounts, are just – they're a machine. They're ready to roll. But so good. Were you able to watch the Kelly Walsh boys play? Oh, yeah. I stayed the whole game. I stayed the whole game. Cody only scored 40, 40. They only scored – no. They only scored four points. Four. Count them. One, two, three, four points in, in the, the second half. half. In oh, the, the second half. half. Like that's that was impressive. Cody had had the uh, running clock on them. Kelly Walsh put the running clock on them. So Kelly Walsh, so, they just last last week. You said uh, they didn't have one guy that can just go and get a bucket. They but I know they have a couple guys scoring in double figures. So who who stood out to you in that they, dominant performance? They still don't have that guy that I'm confident that can create his own shot. That that's my real bone to pick with the team. But they pass the ball really well. They move the ball really well. Tyler Pacheco, a a smaller guard, is maybe the best example of a guy who can create his own shot from outside. He he can also occasionally get to the hole. Gunnar Browning can get to the hole. That's for sure, but he's not necessarily got the best shot on the team. I I really think that Kelly Walsh, you know, I might have to reevaluate my opinion of them, but that I think that that is the one flaw in the team right now is that they don't have that guy. If the shots aren't falling, that it's like, all right, we need like 10 points here in this quarter and you're going to have to score eight of them. So, but we'll see. They have, Thunder Basin on Friday, and then they have Campbell County on Saturday. So, good stretch of games, good competition for them this weekend. The road, are you going to be able to watch those, the Thunder Basin game? I will not be able to catch either of their games this weekend. Unfortunately, I'll be at NC on Friday. NC's taking on Cody, actually. They have Cody in town. So, that'll be where my high school sports watching is taking place this wow. week. Battle of the Phillies, huh? That should be a great game. Girls definitely should be. Hopefully, Kate, Caitlin Campbell is back. Am I calling an upset? I, the Phillies defeat the Cody Phillies? I'm, I'm not going to call an upset. I'm not going to. Um, I'm, I'm you're, you're calling it? Yes. Calling it. NC. Oh, yeah. Tamron Bloom and company are going to take on Cody and dominate them. Are they going to dominate them? I don't know if they're going to dominate them, but they're going to win. They're going to defend home court. Yes. All right. All right. I like that. I like that. I like the confidence. I'm excited. I'm excited to see uh, the NC boys. They're, They're getting incrementally better. You know, I think they have some younger guys that by the end of the season, they could be primed to pop if they can find their way into the state tournament. It's not hard. You got to 
just get hot right at the right time. But, you know, also, also got to see the Douglas girls and boys finally. That was absolute treat. Totally worth it. Lauren Olson. Who did they play? Who did you watch them play? I saw them take on Torrington. Nice. Was that a pretty good boys game? You, no. You no? No. Douglas took it to him. Douglas absolutely took it to Tor- Torrington could not break the press to save their life. And Douglas just hammered him. Like I'm I'm not one to but man, they they were all over Torrington. Torrington was it did not go well. Their road trip did not go well. The girls' game was pretty competitive, though. It was nine points at half, and then that was the final margin. So, for the Lady Bearcats, that's that's considered a dogfight right there. Or a cat fight? Or a cat fight. A cat fight. Exactly. Well, we'll talk some UW hoops on the other side. I know you got to – you were there in the building for the awesome finish for the for the Cowgirls against Air Force. So we can talk about that a little bit on the other side. But right now, let's get right to him. The big man from Torrey Pines, California. He's a future University of Wyoming cowboy. Jagger Philippone. Had a lot of fun talking to him. Learned a lot about him. Certainly did not expect any fly fishing talk to enter into this interview. But there is some fly fishing talk if that's that's your back. But enjoy this interview with future UW Cowboy Jagger Philippone right now. All right, our next guest on the Wild Sports Podcast here. Great name, fantastic name. He's a part of the University of Wyoming football recruiting class from the early signing day class. Couldn't wait to get him on. His name's Jagger Philippone. He's an offensive lineman out of Torrey Pines out there in Southern California. Jagger? How's it going today? How are you doing? Going good. It's going good. Awesome. Awesome. Now, I know it's a rainy day in Southern California. That's rare, but it's also rare for people from Southern California to choose to come to Wyoming. You want to live in Wyoming. Let's just get, let's start right there. Why, why did you choose the University of Wyoming to continue your football career? So, well, I grew up of course, in San Diego, it's known as Southern California. It's definitely got a little bit of a stigma behind it. But I, uh, I grew up uh, going to Steamboat, which isn't too far from Wyoming. And I'm a, I'm a big outdoors guy. I like to fly fish. I like to fish. In the future, I'll probably learn how to ice fish up in Wyoming. But it's uh, besides on the other aspect of that, I, I really like the coaching staff and um, the other kids in my signing class. They really made me feel at home. So you know some of the kids in, in your signing class. Who are, who are some of those guys, and how were how those relationships fostered? Uh, when I was on my official, I met Caden, uh, Koa, Rex, and they're all super cool guys. That's awesome. That's awesome. I want to go back here. You mentioned fly fishing. That's probably one of the most frustrating activities I've ever tried to pick up. But what is it about fly fishing that you enjoy? Uh, it's, it's really peaceful. I like to get away from everything, put my phone down, go out, fly fish, 
even though it's hard to tie the, I, I even like to tie the flies and all that stuff. It's just, it's peaceful. It's something to do away from technology. So where's the best place that you've been fly fishing? Uh, my uncle's family has a beautiful ranch out in Steamboat and I've, uh, I grew up learning to fly fish there. I've fly fished the Flaming Gorge and uh, the Green River and whatnot. Beautiful spots. That, that should maybe endear you to uh, one of your fellow signing day class members, Isaac Shanefeld, who's from that, who's from that general area of Wyoming over there. What you play offensive line. What is it about the offensive line that you enjoy just getting after it against other dudes? Uh, I, I really like being able to like impose my will and like, especially wear people down in the fourth quarter and just run them down. Is that your biggest strength there? You know, just, uh, being able to maintain that throughout the game, that assertiveness. Um, did you say that's your biggest strength? Uh, yeah, I would say that's one of my best strengths, being able to maintain tenacity throughout the game, especially deep in the fourth quarter and possibly overtime. You're a pretty versatile guy, right? You can play both sides of the line. Is that correct? Yeah, this year, uh, this year I play both both ways. I play defensive end and offensive tackle. I love uh, love love both sides of the ball. Very fun. Yeah, uh, were there? Did you ever consider playing at the next level? Was there any any interest coming playing on the defensive side of the ball? One hundred percent. I love uh, I love both sides of the ball. But uh, of course, I'm recruited as an offensive lineman, and that's my uh, what scouts see me best as. But I love playing defensive end and uh, I love, of course, I love being able to tackle the running back and the quarterback. So as far as, uh, you know, other schools drawing interest, was it always Wyoming? What other schools kind of, I mean, kind of piqued your interest a little more than others? Um, Wyoming kind of came into play uh, a little bit later that they, they were, the recruiting process was a little bit different. We, uh, I liked it a lot because it wasn't just call me up once and offered kind of built a relationship with the coaches before anything happened. And they wanted to get good looks at my film before anything happened. And uh, then they offered, but uh, there was, there's some other schools in the, in the, in the picture. I liked ASU, like some of the Ivy leagues, Cal Poly, some of the other FCS schools, but I'm glad the way I chose. No, no doubt. Absolutely. Um, so you were showing us your surfboards back there, obviously being steamboat. Are you a big snowboarder? Uh, yeah, I, I have, I have grown up snowboarding. I, uh, been up to Jackson hole a few times. I've never, I've never actually snowboarded in a steamboat though. Interesting. Well, uh, you know, there's snowy range. It's right next to Laramie. That's, it's going to be a nice spot for you if you enjoy doing that. Um, you know, surfing, snowboarding, how, do, how, do, how does do, doing those things kind of help you? Make, does, does that help you with your balance and everything else as an offensive lineman? Could, could you put those two together? Could you see how one helps the other? Totally. I think, uh, I think anything you do from a young age, like whether it be soccer, whether it be surfing, snowboarding, will definitely develop you in different ways, like gives you the twitch muscles and whatnot to really, uh, I don't know, it develops you in different ways.
So the first time we were talking about you on the podcast, when you get when your name was one of the names from the early signing day class, we noticed that your dad was a rower at the University of Washington. Now, did did he want you to row? Do you row? I, I do not row. My dad, my dad really wanted me to row my entire life, but I I never 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 got into it. I. I was always a baseball player, and then I got serious with football and never really had time to get into it. So what, were, what was the barrier to entry into rowing for you? I, I can think of many reasons for myself, but why, why didn't you just dive right in? Um, he's probably going to hate me to say this, but I, I don't really understand the going backwards thing. And uh, I don't know. It's, yeah, I just never thought, it, thought of it as my thing. <laughs> Well, the, I don't know much about rowing, but I do know that rowers are pretty tough dudes. Like, yeah. they're, they're strong. What, what lessons has your dad taught you about toughness? Um, my dad's taught me a lot about toughness. He's a, he's a big endurance guy. He likes to uh, really push you for long periods of time and really try and break you down. And I feel like that really has just helped me over the years. And then another thing we know is your your sister plays volleyball at Pepperdine, and your dad's a rower. You play football. You said you grew up playing baseball. You fly fish. You surf. Are there any activities you don't do? Do you just not like basketball or something? I like basketball. I like playing pickup with my friends. I'm not. I don't have a great shot, but I I get boards for sure. What about golf? You know, isn't there in Torrey Pines Golf Course? Are you near that? What, what about golf? We're, I'm, I'm like within like 10 miles of Torrey Pines Golf Course. So it's, uh, it's a great golf course. There's tons of great golf courses in San Diego. And um, I golf from time to time, but it's not my, not my strength. So, I mean, what would you say is your biggest strength as, as an offensive lineman since that's what you've been recruited as? kind of what I said earlier was like uh, my endurance and like my um, my ability to maintain tenacity throughout the game and not like uh, not get myself worn down I also think um, my speed and agility can really help is my biggest strength because I can pull I can run downfield block corners block linebackers block safeties and anything you know besides all that besides talking about your biggest strength what can you see yourself bringing just overall to the program um overall as the program bringing myself bringing myself into the program I can see myself uh developing my body and getting myself with the strength and conditioning program and push myself hard for a year or so and get myself in uh, the right shape and the right body maintenance so I can uh, so I can play We'll take it way back to earlier in the interview here. You mentioned your official visit to Laramie. What was it that caught your eye the most about the campus, the football program, just anything when you came and actually got your feet on the ground in Laramie? It was really beautiful. There's like a lot of space. And um, I mean, it was just beautiful around. I On the drive up, we, we didn't see too much because it was, um, it was pretty like dark and whatnot. I was pretty tired from the flight, but on the way back, I really saw like all the plains, the mountains and what all that 
beautiful, beautiful area. There's a beautiful, a lot of beautiful space between Laramie and uh, Denver. So what, what's been the reaction like when you're telling people they're back home in Southern California, San Diego, sorry, San Diego, that you're headed to Wyoming for college? What, what have people told you? Uh, the people that know me know that it's a good fit because they know that I like to fly fish and I love the outdoors. But some of the people that don't know me as much are definitely a little bit surprised because, of course, Southern California and Wyoming are a lot different. No doubt. There's, they're certainly different. I, I lived in Southern California before I, before I came back here to Wyoming, Robert and myself are both UW grads. So we, we certainly love the university as well. We'll, we'll wrap it up here. We like to ask everybody who comes on the podcast with us this question. And, and since you're kind of new to Wyoming, Wyoming is big beef country. So this is where this question comes from here. You've got a burger in front of you. You can put anything on this burger. It's going to be the Jagger Philippone burger or the Jaeger Philippone burger if, if you want it to be under an, an alias. But what, what's going on? What's going on the Jagger Philippone burger? Uh, it's, it's definitely got to be double patty, double cheese. Uh, probably put some bacon, some bacon on it, maybe a little avocado either avocado or barbecue, barbecue sauce, um, a little bit of lettuce, tomato, and onions, depending on the day. But I, I feel like that's probably my go-to. That, that sounds pretty good. What, what kind of cheese are we throwing on here? Uh, American cheese. American. American. I like it. I like it. That sounds pretty good. I might give myself a burger after we're done here. Well, Jagger Philippone, future offensive lineman for the University of Wyoming Cowboys. Really appreciate the time and can't wait to see you in the brown and gold. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. It means a lot. I hope you guys enjoyed that with future University of Wyoming Cowboy, Jagger Philippone. Just great name. Great name. Great guy, great kid. Really enjoyed getting to know him. Did not expect him to drop that he was a big fly fisherman. Did you expect that, Robert? Did you expect him to say that he was a big fly fishing? I did not expect that at all. Pretty cool, though. Are you a fly fisher? Do you like fly fishing? I've been fly fishing a couple times. I'm not a fly fisherman. Like you said, it is pretty frustrating. Yeah, to say the least, to say the least. Well, good luck to him fly fishing wherever he goes fly fishing next. Hopefully uh, he comes away with some nice catches. But we'll wrap it up here. Robert was in the AA for an exciting finish for the UW women's basketball team. What was that like, man? What was that like finally getting to cover a college basketball game again? It's been so long since, you know, the Cowgirls had played. It was great. They lost a tough game to New Mexico on Thursday, and they come back, and they just really had to grind out a win, and they did it. They never trailed throughout that game. And, yep, game winner. Yeah, Allison Furtick, and connect connecting with 
Grace Ellis there for the uh, game winner. It was really good to see. Second game winner I've been able to cover there from the Cowgirls in the past couple of seasons. So, yeah, Cowgirls, hopefully they can, you know, start going off some wins here as they get right into the heat of conference play in a pretty even, well-matched conference, I feel like. Yeah, all it takes is one team to get hot. You just got to get hot at the right time, you know? Yep. New Mexico is really hot right now, but, you know, it's not the right time, right? Exactly. You don't want to peak too early. You don't want to peak in January, that's for sure. Well, The preseason favorite uh, is currently near the bottom of the standings, under 500 in Mountain West play, so yeah. <laughs> This conference, man, it's it's an impossible to handicap sometimes. There's no doubt about that. Speaking of preseason predictions, the Cowboys picked eighth, I believe, in the preseason for the Mountain West, and they're already off to a 2-0 start. They haven't even had a home game. They haven't even gotten to play in Laramie. What a big, what a big road sweep there for the, the Pokes, huh? No doubt. I mean, they go to Utah State. They pull out a tight one. They go to Nevada on Monday in what was a tight one, and then they pulled out, pulled away late. You know, Coach Linder's squad—they're dangerous, dude. They—they. I don't know if anybody wants to see them on the schedule. That's for sure. Pac-12, yep. Mountain West, especially yeah. doesn't matter. Especially at home, right? I mean, you got to. None of those con- other conferences will be visiting the AA, but I mean, nobody in the Mountain West probably, hopefully, wants to come to Laramie and have to play Wyoming. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what the crowd is going to be like there tomorrow. We're recording this on Tuesday, Wednesday night against San Jose State. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued because you know people are talking on social media like we need couple thousand people at the double A. We need to see it. And this team's earned it. This team has earned everyone's respect. And certainly I know they would appreciate having a few people on the stands. It's deserving. It's also deserving. They've earned that as well. So I felt like I earned a mug. Did you get a mug? I, I did not get a mug. What happened? I've, just you know wandered out into the to the entrance and they were all out no mugs i think i might have to have a conversation with somebody see what i can do about this because this is it's just not right it's not right given your dedication to the women's basketball program as well as once upon a time robert did hook me up with a Fennis, Fennis Dembo bobblehead, and I still got it on my desk to this day. So if I, if I can come away with a mug and halfway repay him for my, my Fennis bobblehead, I, I think I got to do I got to see what I can do. So They need to offer like a free beer or something to get people going to the men's game tomorrow or on Saturday. They did a promotion a while back. 
where the first 400 students, I think, got free Chick-fil-A, like a free chicken sandwich. But, like, would that really – does that move the needle enough? Does yeah, that move the needle enough? I think so. I mean, for a student, you get in for free. So, like, really you should just go if you're a student. But, like, what would move the needle enough for somebody from Cheyenne to make the drive over there and watch the Cowboys? I don't know if a beer would cut it, but, you know, those items like the moon observer. I don't know if you want to encourage somebody to drive all the way from Cheyenne to free beer. That's what I'm saying. That's sending the wrong message. (laughs) (laughs) To go beers. (laughs) No, but, okay. I mean, the Fennis bobblehead, that would get me to make the drive from Casper. If they had a Larry Nance Jr. bobblehead, even if I wasn't working, I would make the drive down there and buy a ticket myself for that. I'm a sucker for bobbleheads, though, so that's a little bit different. But, like, the mug was sweet. So, like, what what, what would be a good incentive for you? Like, if you're just sitting at home, you don't have to work, and you're scrolling on the Twitter, and you see, oh, if I go to the men's game, this happens for me. Like, what, what, what would that be? I don't know. Deep thought. Nothing really comes to mind. You know, you put the bobblehead and obviously that's, that's worth it, but it has to be one of a kind, you know, one of those exclusive items. You know, what if if it was like an exclusive experience? What if like at halftime of every game, they just chose five randos who had to try and make a shot over Graham E.K.? Now, I know Graham E.K. has to be a willing participant in that one. And I don't think Coach Linder would like that. But but I, I, I think I'd be tempted. Can I pump fake? <laughs> I'd be tempted to see, like, five students. They just follow five random students. And it's like, if you score a bucket on Graham E.K., you scored a bucket on Graham E.K., but... I, I don't know. In a press conference a while back, Jeff Linder said that uh, he was not a choreographer because I asked him about, you know, the, the blue-collar boys and is he choreographing any of these moves on the bench? And he said he was not a choreographer. So maybe if there was like a dance team and Coach Linder choreographed the moves and we knew that he coached, he choreographed it, I, I think I, that might tempt me. But again, I, I still don't know if I'd make the drive. I guess this is why you and I don't work in marketing. This is exactly why. Because I also don't know what it costs. Because like, T-shirts are always nice. I think people always like T-shirts, especially if they're cool. Yep. yep. And that actually reminds me, because I was in Douglas last weekend, and they give out – the starters give out autographed T-shirts before every game of the whole team. And the T-shirts have the sponsors of the Douglas Girls and Boys basketball programs. And that's pretty cool. I think that would get people over there. If, if Graham E.K., Xavier Dussel when he's healthy, Hunter Maldonado, Drake Jeffries, 
these guys were running out and tossing out autographed T-shirts before the game, would that get you there? Yeah, potentially. All right. All right. We're cooking. We're cooking. We don't quite have the gas yet, but we're cooking. Ooh, what if they gave out Jeff Linder quarter zips? Oh, I'd be there for that for sure. Like, they don't even have to be, like, the nice ones like Coach Linder has, but, like, I I really – I need to look into – I want a T-shirt with Jeff Linder wearing his trademark quarter zip, but I just want it on a T-shirt. Like, I, I'd wear that. If that was a giveaway T-shirt, I would wear that all the time, especially if I were a college student. Yeah, absolutely. Why don't you uh, run that by the – the marketing department start scribbling your ideas down when i see coach Leonard, i'm gonna run that one by him because if he, he can get it done he can make it happen like that you know he can be like all right yep you're on to something you're on to something there david we got to get a screen printing of me wearing a quarter zip on a t-shirt and on the back it says linderlytics that's a t-shirt right there I'd wear that. I'd wear that. I don't know. All right. If you have ideas, if you have better ideas, because it's not hard to come up with better ideas than those ones. Although, Linder wearing a quarter zip on a T-shirt, I, I, I hold that one in high regard. But if you have better ideas than that, share them with myself or Robert on Twitter. Robert at Armuno's. 307 holding it down for the Cowboys State and myself at MR David Graff at Mr. David Graff on Twitter. Those, I mean, I, I'm excited to hear or see any ideas that anybody else might have. The mug is, that, is like a solid one that I think if they just did that weekly, you eventually. I, I'm, actually, I'm actually still pretty kind of upset about it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask some people that would maybe have the rights to a mug, and figure out if I can't get my hands on one, because that's that's upsetting to me. Like, how do you run out of mugs? They had to have prepared like everybody in Wyoming was coming down for a mug. Like, ugh. anyways, well. Sorry if we went off the rails a little bit for you at the end there, but we really appreciate everybody who's been listening, subscribing, rating, reviewing the podcast, doing all that stuff. It means the world to Robert and myself. It really does. It's it's really fun to see this thing keep growing each and every week. seems like we're getting new listeners and new places all the time. So really appreciate that. Shout out to Shakewell for the music. We will talk to you very soon. Hopefully, the proud owners of some new ones. But you do not have what it 
Shout out any suggestions, baby 